Hey, guess what? St. Patrick deserves a heck of a lot more than people just getting fallen down drunk on St. Patrick's Day. Welcome to the Press Club C Podcast. I'm Ray Keating. In this 42nd episode with St. Patrick's Day upon us, I'd like to share some thoughts on St. Patrick. And I'm going to do that despite the fact that I'm battling allergies. Anyway, before we get into St. Patrick, let's quickly answer that key question once more. What the heck is the Press Club C anyway? Each letter stands for stuff we talk about. During these various episodes, P is for politics, R is for religion, mainly Christianity, E is for economics, S is for sports, that second S is for stories, books and writing, my own books, other, other books, fiction, nonfiction, and so on, C is for culture, pop culture and otherwise, L is for life, the big catch-all, U is for understanding, lessons and history, economics, and so, so on, uh, B is for business and entrepreneurship, and that last C in Press Club, C is for conservative. Why? Because I am one, and in particular, because we have to define things very clearly when it comes to conservatives these days, I am a Reagan, Kemp, Coolidge, Lincoln, Madisonian kind of conservative. Now, having gotten that out of the way, um, and again, I apologize for the nasally tone and the, the breathing because of my allergies. Some years, I have wicked allergy problems, and other years... You wouldn't even know I have any kind of allergies. So uh, this year, apparently, I am doomed to suffer with some allergies. Anyway, so let's talk about St. Patrick and the day named for him, St. Patrick's Day. Now, St. Patrick was a, a man of great faith, and quite frankly, he deserves a day. But he doesn't deserve uh, people getting fallen down drunk to celebrate it. Um, now, I have uh, I wrote a column on Pat St. Patrick many years ago. Uh, it's included, actually, in um, my collection of essays, Behind Enemy Lines, Conservative Communiques from Left Wing New York. So please take a look at that. Um, that was a fun piece to do. I interviewed some folks at a, a local St. Patrick's Day parade. And in that column, I asked the question, you know, who was this guy? And why does he, why does he have his own day? Um and unfortunately, what most people I, I think of, I, I think, you know, all they think of when it comes to St. Patrick uh, are things like parades, uh, beer, uh, corned beef and cabbage. Love corned beef. Cabbage? No thanks. Uh, shamrocks, uh, the color green, uh, Ireland, perhaps their Irish ancestry, and supposedly on St. Patrick's Day, everybody being Irish. Um and if we know anything about St. Patrick, we uh, might know the stories tied to him about uh, driving the snakes out of Ireland and explaining the Holy Trinity using a shamrock. Uh, unfortunately, both of those are, are legend. Um, but there are things that we know about St. Patrick that are uh, quite impressive. Um, you know, there are some surviving writings from him, including the confession of St. Patrick. Um, he was, <clears throat> excuse me, he was born sometime in the late fourth or early fifth century. Um, and at the age of 16, he was, he was British, by the way. Isn't that ironic? Patrick was British. Um, he was kidnapped from Britain by Irish raiders and he was forced into slavery. <laughs> 
and he was he was a slave for for six years in Ireland. Um, and during that time, though, his Christian faith uh, really took root and uh, and grew. Uh, his prayer life was was extremely important during that time. So eventually, uh, he did escape and return to Britain. Um, and and as the story goes, he received a vision in a dream. Uh, calling him back to Ireland to spread the good news about Jesus Christ. Um, so he went on, he studied, he became a priest, later a bishop. Um, but it took him a very long time to return to Ireland. He kept trying, but he couldn't get permission. Um, so, <clears throat> excuse me, um, from what I understand, he was uh, like 60 years old. And after, you know petitioning and waiting and praying, uh, basically for most of his life, uh, the, the Pope finally gave him permission to, uh, to go to Ireland. And at the time it was a very dangerous, dangerous mission, uh, to go to, uh, Ireland very, uh, you know, the Irish were pagans and warlike and, and so on and so on. And you can read all sorts of stories that I don't know how much of them are true or not, but, um, you know, they would be worthy of game of Thrones. Um, so he went to this, this pagan land to spread Christianity. Um, and you know, he really did, as I mentioned in the column, he, he, he did this at great peril. He followed Jesus directive from, you know, Matthew 28 verse 19, therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the father and the son and the Holy spirit. So, um, he uh, he wasn't a holier-than-thou, self-important churchman in, in any way, shape, or form. He recognized his own sinfulness. Um, his confessions that he wrote open, it actually opens with, I am Patrick, a sinner, the most unsophisticated and unworthy among all the faithful of God. Um, his message very much emphasized God's grace and forgiveness, as well as the importance of, of faith and prayer. Um, and he, uh, <clears throat> he said about, um, going to Ireland, he wrote, uh, I quote, I, I even went to the most remote parts of the island places at the very edge of the world, places no one had ever seen before to baptize and ordain clergy and confirm people in the faith, close quote. Uh, but he also, he also concluded about his own life's work, um, Again, here's the humility. He quote, you must understand because it is the truth that it was all the gift of God, close quote. Um, he accomplished much according to um, historical record and scholarship. And, you know, he was one of the first Christians to speak out strongly against slavery. And he, and he did uh, play a role uh, in putting to an end human sacrifice in, uh, in Ireland. So, you know, this, this is a man of great faith, great accomplishment. Um, he, uh, he preached throughout Ireland. He founded communities. Um, he really did give the Irish church a sense of, of mission, uh, missions, you know, missionary work. Um, he also wrote in his, uh, confession, 
there, there's some just wonderful quotes, and, and I, I love them. This is, quote, this is how we can repay such blessings when our lives change and we come to know God to praise and bear witness to his great wonders before every nation uh, under heaven. Close quote. Um, there are a couple of other quotes that I want to mention real quick that, that caught my attention uh, over the years reading about St. Patrick. Um, again, this is a reflection of his his humbleness as a Christian. He wrote, quote, It was not any grace in me but God that put this earnest care into my heart that I should be one of the hunters or fishers whom long ago God foreshadowed would come in the last days. Um, and then there is just <clears throat> this simple, beautiful quote that captures, for me, Christianity, the faith, um, what it's all about. Uh, St. Patrick wrote, quote, Christ beside me, Christ before me, Christ behind me, Christ within me, Christ beneath me, Christ above me, close quote. Um, there you go. I mean, that's, isn't that Christianity summed up? Um, you know, we think of St. Patrick, um, as, as a, uh, from a Roman Catholic perspective, and that's fine. Roman Catholics should celebrate him, but all Christians I think should celebrate this man committed to spreading the faith. Um, we should all be able to appreciate St. Patrick and his work, um, and see, you know, the, the merits of his, um, his humility, his courage, his conviction, and his commitment to the faith and his understanding that it all came with through the grace of God. Um, so good stuff, right? So think about St. Patrick on St. Patrick's Day. Um, I'm not saying don't have a good time on St. Patrick's Day. Enjoy the parades if they're going on this year. Um, you know, corned beef and cabbage, at least enjoy the corned beef um, and so on. But but take a moment and think about who this man was and why he has a day. Um, I think that at the very least that's called for folks. Hey, thanks for listening. Your feedback and suggestions are always welcome. Uh, please check out my various endeavors and books. Uh, I mentioned, uh, my collection of essays behind enemy lines. Uh, please check that out. My other recent nonfiction book is free trade rocks. Um, and of course I have a series of novels, uh, up to 14 now, the Pastor Stephen Grant Thrillers and Mysteries. Uh, the latest one is called Past Lives, a Pastor Stephen Grant short story. Uh, please check those out. All of my books are available at Amazon.com. Um, and also signed books are available over at RayKeatingOnline.com. Also check out my other podcast, Free Enterprise in Three Minutes. Um, some columns over at keatingfiles.com. And if you uh, find anything of interest in the broad world of the Disney entertainment empire, please check out disneybizjournal.com. Thanks again for listening. Uh, God bless and take care.